today with Gillian Devlin in for Joan Ash on Live 95. It's week five in our Women's Health series. Last week, we chatted a little bit about the menopause. This week, we're going to continue with that topic and look at mental health when it comes to menopause and equal access to healthcare. Dr. Beatrice Neufeld from the Personal Medical Clinic in Castle Troy is with us this morning. Good morning to you, Beatrice. How are you? Good morning, Gillian. I'm very well and uh, looking forward to discussing those topics with you. Well, this is the thing about menopause is that, you know, very often it's discussed as a physical condition. But what are the sorts of things that women can experience around their mental health during menopause? I think it's very important to state that uh, we, we absolutely do not only experience physical symptoms. So one feature, you might have several symptoms like poor concentration or forgetfulness or irritability or mood swings, even going from laughing one minute to crying low self-esteem that can often be mistaken as depression, you know, insomnia, which leads to tiredness, to anxiety. So uh, many, many symptoms that would normally be associated uh, with maybe psychological issues or even put into a range of psychiatry or psychiatric symptoms. Do you think there's a general awareness or a lack of awareness of this and kind of these problems be misdiagnosed? Yeah, I, I must say I, I do see it all the time. If I may share a, a recent example, I had a 65-year-old lady who attended her GP at 48 and she had low mood. She was very irritable, uh, you know, mood swings, and the GP gave her an antidepressant. She also had other symptoms like night sweats and uh, irregular periods. But at the time, she was given antidepressants. Then she came back, and she was very insomniac. So the GP gave her a sleeping tablet. Then she was so anxious that she couldn't leave the house anymore. So she was given anti-anxiety medication. And when she arrived at 65 into our clinic, she was still hot flushing, very upset, hadn't left the house in five to six years. And uh, it was clearly... Uh, experienced these symptoms as part of her menopause. We started a very mild treatment and she came back three weeks later having had her first excursion to Galway Bay with her daughter and her uh, grandchild. And, you know, this lady has literally missed 17 years of her life and quality of life. In Her marriage broke up while well, they live still in one house, but like flatmates. So it can have a huge impact on somebody's life being misdiagnosed. And when these problems arise, can they be resolved with, you know, the types of treatments that you're talking about there or do they need counselling as well? Well, you know, it depends. If you, This lady, for instance, was a perfectly healthy homemaker, never had any mental health issues. So, you know, you need to think, well, what's going on? Was there bereavement? Was there a trauma? And if none of this applies and uh, there are also very guiding other symptoms, well, then it is to do, it has to do with menopause. Of course, we can go through crises in, in that time of life. And of course, uh, we may need counselling. You know, someone might experience that the kids leave the house. is very traumatic and very lonely. And, you know, it might not just be the menopause uh, causing that loneliness. But per se, you need to say, you know, if, if mental health problems all of a sudden appear, 
and this lady is in her menopausal years, they are very, very likely symptoms of menopause and not psychological issues. Kate has got in touch with us, Kate and Raheen. She says she's recently been diagnosed with menopause and she's finding herself in a bad mood more than usual. She wants to know, is that likely to be the menopause or should she go and talk to somebody? Well, absolutely. I think it is to do with menopause because if Kate needs to reflect on this herself to see, you know, what kind of person was she throughout her life? Was she a moody person? Was she dealing with anger problems? And if, if this is a fairly new occurrence, you know, it's very likely to the drop of estrogen affecting what is called the limbic system, which is our emotional brain. And our emotional brain is extremely sensitive to hormonal fluctuation. Hence, some women experience, you know, premenstrual syndromes to the degree of a depressive mood disorder. So, you know, it, it really takes someone to take on board that it's not just the first prescription is the antidepressant, you know. Do you think, Beatrice, that women should be speaking up more about these conditions, particularly in their workplaces, uh, to make a better awareness out there, to create a better awareness of what impact menopause can have? Well, you know how passionate I am about these topics, and I obviously do, and I think women have been muted and quiet and silent for too many decades and that we have very few attempts. The UK is great. They start to offer uh, menopausal uh, uh, you know, days off, mental health days. And as a society, you know, it's, it's so short thought about. It's not, you know, obviously I feel women should speak up and women should be seen with their menopause. But at the same time, it would cost the society far less if they were looking after their women. You know, a lot of women... Uh, with the lack of support, are forced out of the workforce, they're unemployed, you know, the lack of self-esteem puts them into a sick role that they don't belong into. Menopause is not an illness. It's a, it's an ageing process that can be attended to. Claire has also been in touch with us this morning. Claire's only in her 30s. She said she's mm. always been an anxious person, but recently is feeling a lot worse. And she's also been suffering from hot flushes. But because of her age, she doesn't think it's menopause. But should she get it checked anyway? I would get it checked. Now, it's probably more unlikely for Claire at 30. You know, there's only less than 1% of women would experience menopause at that age. It's not impossible but I would uh, go to her GP, get the thyroid checked, talk to a counsellor, you know, just see what else is going on in Claire's life. I do think that may be to do with something else going on for her. And Hillary has an interesting one here. Hillary says what really struck her when the menopause started was a sense of grief that her childbearing years were over and that this came as a total shock because she didn't want any more babies. Her family was totally finished. Um, and yet she just had this real sense of grief that childbearing was over. Is that common? Yeah, and we see it a lot in, in people who come to us for reproductive health matters and who may, may have just had their last child and say family planning is finished. That's absolutely uh, not uncommon. And what I often do is I suggest to uh, to have a little ritual, to say a little farewell or say thank you. You see, when I worked in surgery a lot uh, before hysterectomy, I would suggest to the women to give thanks to their womb and all the work uh, she had done for them. So you can do the same coming to menopause, you know, to be grateful 
for what you were able to give and for bearing children and maybe approach it from that side, that it is a sad point, that it is a change in life. We become aware more of our mortality, of, you know, life is changing and forever progressing. So I think it's just just to to accept it and to say, I'm, I'm allowed to be sad about this. That's okay. And maybe speak with a friend or speak with a professional about it. Okay, and before we let you go, Dr. Beatrice, you have uh, some news in terms of uh, your hiring, actually, at the moment. Yes, we are looking for another able pair of hands, a nurse. Uh, We really would embrace if somebody who's trained in family planning, reproductive health, menopause, interested in the uh, unusual services we offer to join our team. And it would be great if somebody calls in. Okay, well, always good to hear that uh, there are jobs available out there. Dr. Beatrice Neufeld, that's our our final instalment in our Women's Health series, but I'm sure you'll be back on with us uh, on Limerick Today in the future. But it's been a pleasure having you over the last few weeks. Thank you very much. Thanks, Julian. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.